eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So a few more questions before we wrap this up, because I know uh, you got me. Look, we have, we have busy days. The Eagles are practicing. You got a, you got a show to produce. Um, oh, yeah. And the Phillies, I guess they suck again. No, actually, they lost. They're off today. They're yeah. off today. All right. Yeah. Well, thank God. That's a well-run franchise. The Sixers day, yeah. So here's the two questions I think have to be asked before we wrap this up. One, what do you do now? If you're Daryl Morey, do you just be like, you know what, man? I don't want this anymore. I'll trade you to LA. You take back Norman Powell, Robert Covington, wow. and whatever, and just like end it. Do you end this today? Or if you're Daryl Morey, do you dig your deal, heels in even further and actually expect this guy to come to camp and then go through the whole thing of like, he's not practicing. So, you know, he's breaching his contract. Like, what would you do? Is, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I think bad. it could be worse than the Ben Simmons. I th- it'd be, well, because Ben's not, I think Ben's just kind of didn't talk. Chill. Ben was just quiet and just. I think he's, he's always just chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think yeah, he, he, your point. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think Harden's, Harden's chilling. Uh, yeah. The first thing I would do. Is if they can find Josh Harris. Now I don't know if they can. You're mad um, at Josh about this. But uh, it, it it's kind of similar to what happened between AI and Larry Brown, um, because yeah. I think that the AI lost trust in the organization when he was on the trading block, and they they Pat Croce has talked a lot about before the 2001 season, before AI went, went and won the MVP, and obviously they had the run that they had a sit down conversation with with with. Larry Brown and Alan yeah, Iverson, yep. and and they were able to, you know, kind of hash out their issues. Um, the question is, is this thing so far gone that they can't do that? That they can't have a real conversation? That they can't even be in the same room together? Um, because these are two guys that have been, you know, uh, very close for a long time. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Daryl Morey has a, a a painting of James Harden in his house. So, like, I the, wonder what that painting's up to. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> The first thing I would do is I would just try to get these guys in a room and like see like you gotta decide if, if they're gonna be able to work it out before you give them away for like uh, the C package from the right. from the Clippers. Um, like I don't really want them back, but I think if you want to have your best chance to win a championship and you're Josh Harris and you care about you don't really care about winning, you care about selling tickets in your arena. Um, I think that that's what he should do. Um, what I think's gonna happen is that he's gonna be a Clipper and it's gonna get so untenable here that he's they're gonna have to take whatever they can get. Um, but after that, again, you have to get a gauge on if any star is going to want to come here and see what the, the, the temperature is like for Daryl Morey around the league. And, and if it comes out that players are, are avoiding Philadelphia because of James Harden's comments today, 
then you have to move on from Daryl Morey yeah. because next summer becomes if your still whole goal here is to maximize the Joel Embiid window, you can't miss next summer. I mean, next summer is when it's when your max slots finally open up. So um, I think there's a lot that has to be done here. But the first thing I would do is get those guys in a room and see if they can't, you know, hash out their well, issues. So the Iverson Larry Brown thing is a really interesting comparison because obviously the documentary just came out this summer. And I when it first when that whole thing was going down, I was probably like 12 or 13. So I wasn't like I, who what were you like seven? Probably, I guess. Yeah. When this was, yeah. So we weren't analyzing this as we do now, like all the dynamics of it. The Iverson-Larry Brown thing, if it happened today, would end with Larry, with Allen Iverson on another team or Larry Brown fired. I do not yep. think in today's world they could have a meeting during practice where they yelled and shouted and did all these things and then have it work out. Remember, Larry stepped away from the team for a few days. So when we did a pod earlier this summer with the, the, the uh, person that did the, uh, did the um, documentary, she agreed. Like, yeah, Iverson would have been gone. So while, yes, you were right, maybe get them in a room. I just don't know if I would believe it or that it would work. Like, first of all, Daryl's the one that decides if they trade him or not. So that's an mm-hmm. interesting dynamic for the meeting. And frankly, like, I just don't trust that if, like, even if James says to Daryl, all right, I don't even know how he could say this, but okay, you know what? I think you lied to me and cost me, you know, tens of millions of dollars, but I'll forgive you and we'll keep it moving. The first thing, the first time things go bad, he's going to ask out. And then you go into a season with someone that you think could ask out at any minute. And I don't think this can be emphasized enough. The Sixers have a new head coach and a chance to build like a oh, new yeah. thing here, right? So are, do you really want the beginning of the Nick Nurse era to be training camp where James Harden's off in the weight room pretending his ankle hurts and like everyone's just watching him while you're trying to run a practice? Like that's an incredibly terrible way to, to start this. So while I have been in the camp of, obviously, like they have a chance to win with James Harden. If they have him, I think they are legit title contenders. Hold on for another piece. I'm also a terrible negotiator. So there's a part of me that's like, just move on from this guy, man. Just trade well, him today. If they trade because, him today, I bet fans will be like, thank God. And you maybe yeah. you get some of the fans back. Yeah, well, the thing is that the only way they're going to win is if James Harden is bought in. Yeah, and 100%. Like, he's not going to come in and, like, Nick Darcy's going to be, like, running hardcore defensive, like, you know, <laughs> right. practices. Exactly. Yeah. And then James Harden's out there like, Getting over screens and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's trying to like, you know, break up a pick and roll or whatever on defense. Like, he's just, it's we. we, I think we know what. I think you have to trade. They have to trade. I mean, that's where I mean, it's over. And it sucks that you're not look, but like honestly, man, like Norman Powell can shoot. Like here, I go talk to myself. No, I love the. Yeah, you're talking to the right guy. Pretty good. I love Norman Powell. Good three and D guy. And then at least like you do have the cap space, so. I don't know. But the last question is, Yeah, do you think Joel, like, do you think this increases the chance Joel asks out for the start of the season? Because ultimately, the this future, season? like, anything could happen. Like, do you think Joel, and I know Joel knew that James was mad. He knew everything and all this. Like, there is a public-facing part of this where Joel wakes up, sees this quote from China, from James Harden. It's probably like, what am I doing with my career here? Like, I am the arguably the best player in the NBA. Yes, better than Jokic. And I'm, like, waking up to seeing my number two guy, like, take shots at my GM when my last GM was taking shots on me on Twitter. Like you do wonder if like whether we can rationalize it or not when the breaking point is for Joel. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I actually, I, I just, I, I believe he's fine. Like, I, I, I think yeah, he's just like, it, yeah. I, I think he's just cool. I think he's, I, I'm not sure the whole championship thing. I think if he wins one, he's happy. But I think he likes being – now, the one thing that could change here is the city's turning, like, really on Joel Embiid, yes, which we're, yes. we're kind of getting there. And then he's like, all right, well, then I'll – I think we're I'll, past that. Yeah, people are very mad at him. Where I think that's when he would ask out. But I think as long as he's the star of the team, you know, he gets to beat Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. And I think he wants to play here as long as he can. And I think the only yeah. thing that, that turns this for Joel – is that the city really, really gets on them? I mean, they're they're getting on them now, and they're in, but it, it's almost calmed down because now it feels like the ire is more on James Harden and Daryl and Josh Harris and whatever. Um, whereas, like, I think the spotlight's been off Joel Embiid. I think the only way he really asks out is is if the city really turns on him, um, and that's where it's gonna be interesting because if if James Harden doesn't come back next year and it's Norman Powell and Robert Covington and whatever. The expectations aren't going to be this the a championship, so I don't think people are going to be like, oh, I, this, like crushed if they lose in the second round next year. I'll just be like, ah, yeah. yeah. Although I can kind of talk myself into like a Joel Maxi. Maxi takes the step. Role players Nick Nurse. The East isn't that good. Like I'm already getting there. I'm already. Well, getting yeah. There. I mean, there's the thing is the thing. The reason why I would do the Clippers trade is because you know the Clippers don't. I mean, they're I don't know. They're so weird. But if you can just get like a collection of guys and then yeah. next year get a try to get a star in here. I mean, there's a path there. There's a path. Because yeah. I mean, the problem with the Sixers the last couple of years for me is that, like, they just didn't have the depth around those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they just had the, the stars. It's fine. But the NBA now, it's like, you got to have eight competent players. Yeah. I mean, look at the Celtics and the Nuggets. Like, they had deep rotations. Uh, but what you said, I think, I think is interesting and also maybe a good way to kind of bring this full circle. Like, you started this by saying, it just sucks. It sucks for fans. It sucks to see this. It sucks if you want the Sixers to be good. And I think that's probably how Joel feels, ultimately. Do I think Joel wants to leave Philadelphia? No. I think Joel wants to stay in Philadelphia. I think he feels a genuine commitment to the franchise. I think he wants to win here. But I also think that, like Sixers fans, he's probably close to just being fed up with this. Like, he's fed up with waking up and seeing, like, all this drama going on that, frankly, most of the times... He has nothing to do with like the tweets aggravate me. And he said the thing about, you know, maybe I'll win somewhere else or whatever. But for the most part, 80% of the drama, if not 90% since Joel's been here has not been because of Joel. Like he has handled himself well. He's played really well. And so I think Joel probably feels like a lot of fans feel right right now, which is like a mad, but also like I see all these people saying, well, I'm not going to watch Sixers games and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's all be honest. We're going to follow the team. We're going to watch them. Joel's going to be here, and everyone's just going to be frustrated. And it just sucks where, to your point, like the Eagles are starting up, Phillies are turning it around, the Union are the best team in the city, and we still have to deal with uh, all this Sixers stuff. So, but one thing we don't have to be upset about is shout out to Jack for coming on the pod. Man. Very appreciative. Kyle is off ripping American Airlines in uh, Australia. Thankfully, he's made it there. It looks like he's having a great time. Uh, happy he made he made it there. Very jealous. Stuff. Very yes. jealous. But you were nice enough to come on. So for those that for some reason you're living under a rock and you don't know where to find Jack, obviously Jack Fritz on Twitter, but also High Hopes, the best pod, Phillies podcast in the game, uh, and obviously on WIP all the time. So Jack, thank you so much for coming on, man. 
Of course. I, mean, listen, I will text you in a few minutes, I'm sure. We will, when we will keep when talking about this all day. When there's big news, we're your guys. The basketball guys right here, me and Jack. I love, so, dude, um, again, I, I mentioned at the beginning, like, I love the Sixers. It's just like, this sucks, man. Like, it it's sucks. just, it's they're not, they, they are ruining well, it's a good time in the city right now. Yes. <laughs> just what they do. Well, the good news is the Eagles practice tonight, so this will wipe, wipe this yes. all under the rug. But For sure. thanks again to everyone that's listening as well. We super appreciate it. I always say I appreciate everyone that listens, but especially the off-season pods this late. Uh, I just It means a lot to me that you guys take the, chance, take the time out of your day to listen to the pod. So until next time or until more breaking news comes, uh, this has been Clap Your Hands brought to you by Odyssey Sports. Make sure you download that app. Get all the episodes first. And Jack, uh, I'll talk to you in a little bit, man. See you, buddy.